Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I'm going to talk about this thing where I found out that most of the people don't have an inner monologue. And I'm going to show you how that in combination with the fake money system has combined to put us into a bind that is very, very difficult to get out of and that the constitutional conservatives never discuss. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell them the truth. And the truth is I was a constitutional conservative for a long, long time. And then I figured out the scam. And it is a scam. Constitutional conservatism is a 100% scam. And when I figured it out, it was probably 20 years ago after getting the internet for a few years. And when I did, I became a self-certified master practitioner. And then I gave myself a Lifetime Achievement Award for all the great work I've done here on this podcast to tell people the truth. (laughs) So I like my fake awards. They're just as great as the fake money system we have. Let's go ahead and get the show going. So I want to make a show today about why it is we're in such a totally screwed situation. And the reality is that it's a lot of things. But I found out something the other day which I was unaware of. Only a small portion Somewhere they publicly admit between 30 and 50% of the people have an internal monologue. And what that means is if you don't have a voice in your head, a literal voice in your head, say when you're reading or thinking, if you don't hear yourself in that way, then you don't have an internal monologue. And... It turns out that the people who don't have one can't believe that there are people who do have one, and the people who do have one can't believe that there are people who don't have one. (laughs) And I've done some nosing around in this. There's a psychologist, Russell Hurlburt. You look it up, you'll find he's written a bunch of books on it. He's been studying it a while. The issues he talks about, they're somewhat interesting, but they're not really the kinds of things I'm so fascinated by with this topic because I think that this is an extremely ignored topic. The very fact that I'd never heard such a figure that they publicly state the idea that only 30 to 50 percent of the people have such an internal monologue. So, you know, if that's what they're stating publicly, that it's probably far, far less. It's very difficult for me to see how somebody who doesn't have an internal monologue is acting in any way that's not simply like an NPC. I mean, I looked at a bunch of these different things where the people say, I don't have an internal monologue, and they describe what they have and what goes on. Basically, they don't really think about stuff. It just pops out of their unconscious. Uh, So they have a subconscious and they have a sort of unconscious mind that they're not really aware of. They know there's an issue, but they don't actually worry about it in the sense that somebody who has a monologue worries about it. They don't debate it in their head. They don't go back and forth about it. They don't need to try to have peace in their mind. And when you think about that, at least when I think about that, I just think, Um, how are they 
anything like me. There's no way I can relate to somebody who doesn't have one. I'll be very interested to see whether people who listen to my show actually have an internal monologue. I'll be very, very surprised if people who listen to it and like my show don't have one because it is sort of the foundational piece for all these moral questions and issues and being sort of woken to the problem. If you don't have an internal monologue, then you just kind of do whatever pops into your head. That's what happens. And is that not the definition of an NPC? Is that not exactly what an NPC does? They don't really think. And now that I know this number, this fact that they've hidden from me, I I don't have any other way to describe it, but that that's been hidden from me. That is a fantastically critical piece of information to not have well known in the public. It makes such a huge difference. And I suspect that it's not made public because it is so important and it does raise so many questions. What is the difference between these two very distinct types of so-called people walking around? Which touches on an issue I brought up multiple shows ago about this whole idea of equality being pushed down our throats all the time. This idea that everybody is equal. Um, Really? They are? So somebody who's a, a brilliant person is equal to somebody who's a Forrest Gump style person stumbling around, just kind of an NPC who doesn't think of anything, just kind of a Mr. Spicoli from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Really? Somebody who cares for and is concerned about other human beings and actually goes out of their way to attempt to help them or to protect an animal who's been hurt. Um, They're the same as the person who laughs at it and tortures animals and people. They're the same. See, this equality thing is a slippery slope. And the reason they push it all the time is because if everybody is equal and, in fact, vast majority of people don't even have an inner monologue, the people who do have an inner monologue, we have no chance. The minority who could actually fight against this small minority of bad people, if they're even people, operating things behind the scenes, we don't have a chance. How the hell are we going to sway somebody over if they don't have an inner monologue? How? What chance do we have if the population is, as they state, 30 to 50 percent, even if it's just as they state, 30 to 50 percent have an inner monologue? That means 50 to 70 percent don't. And I, like I said, I don't believe that number. I don't believe that number. I believe that number is much, much higher because this is the kind of thing they always lie about. I don't see how we have any chance to sway people that don't have an inner monologue when they have been fully and completely brainwashed from the time that they were little. And I suspect the people running things have always known this fact. As I said in my previous show about this equality stuff, I don't know what it is that's at the top of all this stuff, and we never will know. I seriously doubt that they are people like me. And now I have a tremendous amount of additional information about the fact that they probably aren't people like me. And of course, the occultists, which I've also made multiple shows about, 
There's a lot of different theories out there in the occult world that the vast majority of people are not really like me and you. They don't really actually have this sort of centerpiece. Some people call it a soul. Some people call it something else. This sort of conscience where you are actually worried about right and wrong, that the vast majority of people you see, you think they have it because you have it. And so you assume, since they physically look a lot like you and they behave just kind of like you, that they are like you. But the occultists say that that's not true. And there's two different kinds of, at least two, I'm sure there's more. I'm hardly an expert in occultism. Yes, I've studied it for 20 years, but it doesn't really make me an expert in occultism because I haven't sort of focused on it for 20 years. I've just studied a decent amount of it. But I've mostly looked at the system and the law and all the different kinds of lies. But the concept is that there's a thread of occultism that says they simply don't have it and they're not going to have it. They're a significantly different type of entity here on the planet. And then there's another type that says they have it, but it's not activated currently in the vast majority. They both agree that the vast majority don't have this thing. One says that it hasn't been activated, and one says they simply haven't reached that level of development yet, and they never will, that they're just going to basically be ground back up kind of in a spiritual sense, and they're just basically NPCs. Of course, ultimately, it doesn't matter whether or not it's not activated or whether or not they simply don't have it. The practical effect is the same. They can't behave any differently than they do. At this point, of course, they would care whether they had it, it hadn't been activated or whether they didn't have it, because then they actually have a chance to turn it on in some form or fashion. Of course, anyone can look around and see that at this time of the world, there's very, very few people who are ever going to be turning on any kind of spiritual advancement because it's such a difficult time. Of course, that offers an opportunity to do it because, as I always joke with my buddies, it's kind of like triple coupons this time of the uh, world because it's so difficult to get through. If you can make any progress at all, it's like triple coupons because, my God, if you can survive and make progress or even just tread water during times this insane, uh, you're making pretty good uh, advancement in your own progress internally. But I don't want to turn this into an occult show. I just wanted to make that as an interesting sideline that I've always suspected that the things that are running everything down here, they're not really people like me. They're just not. They're like me and my friends who all have this inner monologue, of course, and who all struggle with all these different things that we're presented with. But the vast majority of people clearly aren't struggling. And why would they if they don't have an inner monologue? Just go on the web and read through some of these things of the people who don't have inner monologues. They've been posting them for quite a while. It's fascinating, and I think it's highly explanatory for the situation that we're in. And, of course, again, it's completely and totally ignored. And we just go on with my constitution and my vote and, and my Republicans and my constitutional conservatives and my liberals. And this huge piece is completely ignored. It's just completely and totally ignored. How? Why? Well, because if you have bad intentions, like the people who are at the top of this system— they have terrible intentions. They don't have good intentions. And this is, again, something that's very, very difficult for people to accept. Most people are generally, eh, they're not really interested in doing harm. Most people are very lazy and selfish. And so they will do harm at the drop of a hat and justify it in a million different ways because it's difficult for them to do or inconvenient or might cost them something. And so they love to run around, mostly at kind of churches and 
uh, different places of worship and say empty words, and then they go back in their own lives and they act in a completely hypocritical fashion. And it's one of the things that turns me off from all organized religion is the horrible hypocrisy in it. It's up there with uh, politics, of course, where everyone's a bunch of hypocrites. And of course, for years and years, the vast majority of human history, the control systems were these religious types of control systems, either very old, cultish types of things, or the kinds of crazy, uh, fantastically elaborate religions that developed. And now, of course, this politics is basically just a religion as well, with the holy uh, scriptures, the constitution, the declaration, the laws, and the lawgivers, and the law interpreters, and all this other crap. It's basically just a religion for those people. And they don't like that. They don't admit that because most of the con-cons, they consider themselves to be good Christians. But then they turn around and they do all the stuff that makes no sense with it. And I don't bother arguing with them because, again, you're never going to make any progress. Because the last thing in the world people are ever going to admit to is being hypocrites or not having the faith that they claim to have. That's just never going to happen. Even though anybody can look around at the state of the world and see that if people actually had the faith they claim, we would not be in this situation. <laughs> we just wouldn't. And so... The proof is open and obvious, but of course everybody is an exception to the rule, even though the rule just obviously applies to the vast majority of people. Clearly, the vast majority of people all believe that they're also exceptions. It's the, it's the typical situation we find ourselves in, dealing with people, because most people cannot be honest with themselves, and that's why the problems start. They won't be honest with themselves, and then the people who have bad intentions know that people don't want to be honest with themselves. They're never going to be honest with themselves. They want to see themselves as these fantastic things out there creating good and doing the right thing, when in fact they're not, and they play to their ego, and they get them to do pretty much whatever they want, because they know the people will be ready to make excuses for themselves and the people who lead them, who they've identified with. And this is kind of the situation we're in, and this inner monologue piece is a fascinating piece, which I don't know how much there is to say about the inner monologue beyond that, because the research is interesting, but hardly conclusive, and since it's not really something that's open for public discussion and there's not widespread interest in it at this point because our overseers don't want there to be. I don't know how much more I have to say about that inner monologue except how unbelievably instructive it is about where we are. You know, if that's true, and it clearly is true that the vast majority of people do not have an inner monologue. If that's true, <laughs> uh, say goodnight, Gracie, because it's over, my friend. There's no fucking way you're ever going to convince a bunch of brain-dead zombies who are literally zombies and all this discussion about everybody's waking up and this great awakening and all this shit. That's just utter shit. I've said for a long time that that's utter crap and that's not going to happen, but now I have a piece of information that just makes it clear as day. It makes it clear as day. And see, the reason once you kind of know this thing, which I suspect the, the things, people-ish things that run this planet understand this and have for a long time, it's very, very easy to set up a scheme and a plan of action to take advantage of this situation. And that's what they've done. And of course, the centerpiece of all of it, besides some kind of centralization, is the fake money system. 
The fake money system is the heart of why it is that you can take a group of people who are basically NPCs and then mixed in with, say, let's just say a third. Let's be very generous, in my opinion, and go on the low side of what they claim exists. Say a third of the people have an inner monologue. In other words, a third of the people are not NPCs, and you have to try to control them. The fake money system is what enables all of that. People don't see it now because it's so many generations, more than 100 years of fake money system in our country that has completely and totally taken everything over. People do not understand the effect of the fake money system because, once again, it's 100% off limits. Nobody in the conservative side speaks about it. Nobody on the liberal side speaks about it. The press doesn't speak about it. Every single thing in the press talks about the economy in the exact same way that the people who are running things want us to, this elaborate system of economy. And of course, the entire elaborate study of economy, it didn't even exist until these huge monetary systems sprang up and they started debasing the currency, which I think is a very interesting phrase. I think it has a lot of applications. You debase the currency, and what else do you debase? You debase the society. See, they used to have to actually insert cheaper metals into the coin, coin of the realm. They got watered down, less and less of the gold or silver inside. But now it's all digital. And so when you have an elaborate system of watering down value, then you have to invent this preposterous system of so-called economics to justify and claim that things are fine and that what's happening is actually benefiting you in some form or fashion. The vast majority of history, there was no such thing as inflation. There would be deflation, in fact, of times uh, that were good. That's unimaginable to people now. Why? Because they tell us, and they have for decades and decades and decades and generations and generations, that a small amount of inflation is good. Small amount of inflation is good. And the NPCs are brainwashed from the time they're just little kids, and the other people never have a chance to think about it. But if you understand that having your money be worth less and less each year is what their goal is, that's what inflation is, and they, in fact, create it through printing more and more of it up and now just digitally creating it, watering it down. Once you understand that, you can see that inflation is not a good thing. But they've convinced everybody that inflation is because all the people, the Wall Street Journal, the CNBC and Fox News Finance and all this other crap, they all talk about it in the same kind of terms. They talk about employment numbers, inflation numbers, productivity numbers, all these things. None of these things matter if you don't have this fake money system. They don't matter. The only reason they matter is because they're trying to hide the truth from you, which is that they are stealing from you on a daily basis, a yearly basis. And in fact, at the end of the day, they've bought everything up, see, because it's fake. The money is fake. It's backed by nothing. In fact, it's debt. It's total impossibility to ever pay off the United States debt because the only thing that can be used to pay it off is more debt. Well, how the hell do you get out of debt by incurring more debt? You can't. And so the fundamental functions of the money system today is not to make the system work and to fight inflation and to worry about employment. The fundamental reason they created the Federal Reserve with this fake money system was so that a few small people could take control of the entire system, which they have done slowly over time. 
It's no different than the equivalent of reverse compound interest. That's all it is. It's reverse compound interest for all practical purposes. So it's working against you at all times. And as everything becomes more and more and more expensive, all they do is adjust wages and everything else. And anybody can see that the wages that people make today suck compared to what they were 20 years ago, 50 years ago, 100 years ago. It's just a reality, and they give you a distorted history. But if you're constantly fighting upstream against inflation, you have no chance. And of course, People don't understand the monetary system, but why is it that things like liberalism are able to succeed? Why can we have CNN? Why? How does this work? How do they finance all this shit? They finance it with the fake money system. See, they don't have to actually earn money. These businesses, they're all paid through the basically a very complex system of Fed pump. And... When you have a system where nothing actually has to be real, it's all fake, and you run that for 100-plus years, what you get on the other side of it is what we have now, this liberalism run amok everywhere. Why? Because it's just infinite amounts of debt, tens of trillions, hundreds of trillions of dollars in unfunded liabilities. All of this is the result of a fake money system. None of this is possible in a system where you have actual money. None of it is actually possible. You could never have this liberal insanity. You could never have all these useless liberals being employed and being paid pensions and benefits. None of that could happen without the fake money system. You could never have a government functioning like we do, just handing money out that we don't have. It could never happen. It could never happen if you had actual money, if you had to use really hard money. And so instead, they have this fake money system with this fake digital currency. And of course, you have things like Beyond Meat. How do you think that kind of beyond meat exists? The company loses money all the time. All these different kinds of companies, they lose money all the time. How are you going to get real investors to invest in something nobody wants? They're not having any problem at all getting tens, hundreds of millions of dollars all over the world to build these cricket farms, all these fucking worm farms, roach farms, so that we can eat that shit because of Agenda 2030. Nobody wants to eat it now. Those things aren't making money. Why would you put money into something you know is not going to make money? Why? Why would you invest in that? You won't. Beyond Meat's losing its ass. How does it stay around? How? Fake money system. See, it's not their money, ultimately. And to the extent it even is their so-called money, they didn't have to actually work for it. It's just handed to them for free, and there's an infinite amount of it. They'll just pump out more. That's what happened during the entire COVID lockdown. How was that possible? How could they hand out trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars to bail out all these blue states, bail out all these failed uh, health systems? How could they f- pump out all this money and pay people to not work? How did this happen? Because you have a fake money system. So you have a fake money system. How do we incur all this debt everywhere, all over the world, and in every kind of country? How? How do we expend all this money we don't have? How does this happen? See, nobody ever asks how that can happen because both sides, the constitutional conservatives and the liberals, they don't tell you the truth. The constitutional conservatives talk about we need fiscal responsibility. They don't talk about the fact that that's a complete impossibility with a fake money system. See, it's a total impossibility. You can't be fiscally responsible when you're making money out of thin air and giving it basically all the benefit to a small private group in government. And that over time, it has the effect of compound interest. And compound interest working against you will completely screw you. Anybody can and see the effects of compound interest. Now just start running some numbers and you'll see 
The problem is nothing is ever calculated or priced in terms of inflation. And to the extent they do term things in inflation, they completely screw you and lie about it. <laughs> they completely screw you and lie about it. I'll give you a good example since it's the Christmas season. In the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, which I always tape this time of year, and I don't watch most of the first half, but I kind of like the second half. It's fantastic overacting and hilarious, but I don't know. It, sometimes it, it kind of picks me up a little bit, and the holidays kind of suck for me. But anyway, in that movie, how much money was the Bailey Savings and Loan lost, had Uncle or whatever his name was lost, that was going to destroy them? Does anybody know? It was $8,000. <laughs> $8,000. This is going to be scandal. Bankruptcy. Prison. I'm ruined. $8,000. That's how much inflation there's been. If you just had $8,000 back then, it was just a crisis. Crisis if you lost it. I mean, I <laughs> you see, that's the power of... Compound interest working against you with inflation. You see, that's the deal. And this is what people don't understand. This is what they have done. They get the money first. They bought everything. See, by getting free money, you don't have to work for it. They've slowly taken over every kind of institution, every kind of institution, every kind of industry. They control everything because over time they've gotten it for free. They don't have to pay anything in tax because it's free money to them. Forget the fact that they get tax breaks. They buy all your labor for free. Why? How? Well, because they don't have to work for their money. They print it up out of thin air. They hand it themselves. They pay themselves interest on these fake investments. How do you think the CIA and the FBI and Incutel and all these different kinds of places operate and control all this drug money and everything else? It's all, all of it is driven by these fake money systems. It's all driven by them. I and there's no way around it. And the fact that there's literally no discussion of it just shows you that, in fact, of course, that is the heart of the system. If they didn't have it, they couldn't buy all these politicians off. They couldn't run all these media corporations. That just sucked. Nobody likes. How do they do it? Well, they pay, pay advertising. And then they pay these people tens of millions of dollars to continue to propagandize you. How? Where do they get the money? What happened to the free markets? All the stupid shit you're told. None of it's true. They don't have to actually make money. They lose money all the time. I remember probably almost 20 years ago, I was short GM stock. This was back before I understood that the entire system is a total fraud. But this was one of my last lessons in the stock market itself with regards to it being legit. Uh, I've been burned a thousand different ways in the stock market. But uh, GM was selling for about 40 bucks a share and it was losing $100 a share. $100 a share. Well, it was like, this is preposterous. It wasn't like it was about to turn around. How can a business like this function? How? So I was short, and I sat short for, I don't know, a year and a half, two years. I finally just got tired of the fact that I was sitting in it, and eventually it did come down. But how can a company like that stay all propped up? How? Because it's all fake money system, see? The government doesn't have to actually make anything. It can go into infinite amounts of debt and hand out subsidies. The companies themselves get infinite amounts of subsidies, the real money isn't there. The only people who have to pay things with labor are you and me. These corporations have access to the Fed window. They have access to all this money, this wealth that's been accumulated over 100 years 
through this fake money system. And through that, they've bought control of everything. They've bought control of all the schools and all the educational institutes, and they fund all these grants, and they fund all these chairs, and they write all these so-called papers to become experts, and that's how liberalism survives. The liberalism economic systems, they don't actually work. They don't make any money. They don't make any production. The people all starve, but the systems can survive because they institute these fake money systems. And, of course, that's the system we have now. And, of course, now it runs all over the world through the Bank of International Settlements. And we, as the United States, are the centerpiece for enforcing it. We are the military arm that makes sure all that happens. And that's why all this patriotic nonsense is pushed all the time in this country. They need to make sure that they can always have a ready supply of men, and now women or trans, to go and, and so-called fight for freedom, which just means uh, fighting for the bankers. And anybody can go read Smedley Butler's book, War is a Racket, that he wrote in the 1930s, the most decorated general in the United States Army. And he told everybody the truth, that the whole thing's a racket. He was fighting for the international bankers the entire time of his career, and he really regretted it. So he wanted to tell the truth. Does anybody learn that book in high school? No. Does anybody talk about that book? Do you hear constitutional conservatives talk about it? Of course not. Why? Because they love the military, because they are that wing of the scam. The constitutional conservatives are there to run the portion of the scam that keeps people on board with this freedom-fighting nonsense. And the liberals are there to drive the system into the direction they actually want on the social side, which is complete and total control of every part of your life. And the constitutional conservatives are there to make sure that the people run around and talk about how free they are and defend the system and claim the system itself is fine, it's great, it's the best ever invented, it just needs the right people. And they're all completely snowed. And how does this happen? How do you have all these things? You have all these things because the fake money system can enable things like Beyond Meat, okay? All these stupid, terrible shows you watch on the network, how? How do they get advertising? How do these companies that make no money, I don't understand how do they work? They lose billions and billions of dollars. How do you think a place like Amazon continued to grow? Why was its price pushed up higher and higher and higher and higher 20 years ago? Why? Because it's a chosen corporation, just like all these others, just like Facebook, losing all that money, doing all the stupid shit nobody wants. But the value just keeps going up. They're all just, they're just intelligence operations. That's it. They just pick somebody who's going to win, and that's it. That's the way the system works. They pick a winner, and that's it. The fake money system with the fake public markets and the fake, everything's fake. All of the, the public markets are 100% just totally and complete jokes. They're rigged beyond belief. The SEC and the DOJ, they're all there to make sure that this fantastic scam can continue to run. And what they've done is over time, they've taken it all over. And now we're at the point where they know that they can basically just lock us all down like they did. And nothing happens. Nothing happens. See? And now that I understand that the bulk of the population is running around, they are, in fact, NPCs. Now I understand why they really do push that holy quality nonsense. And we don't know what would happen if we started looking at different demographics within the population, trying to determine what kinds of portions of what kinds of places and what kinds of people and sexes and genders and races and regions of the world have higher percentages or lower percentages. We have no idea. That kind of research would never be allowed to occur now because they have to keep this equality thing running all the time. We have no idea what it is. Maybe they're very low percentages in places. Maybe they're very high percentages in certain places. 
<laughs> you know, we don't know. Even asking the question is some kind of a racist, misogynistic kind of question. So now just asking for truth, asking for information now becomes some kind of uh, thing that has to be shut down. And how does all that happen? Through the power of government and this fake money system. It's always the same. Every single thing leads back to it. I don't care what you investigate. You will find the same rotten group of people using the same rotten types of systems to cover shit up, to make shit up over and over again. And now I have a very important piece of the information. I always knew the central bank thing was a scam. That's the heart of it. See, that's always the heart of it. You know, once you move beyond the belief that you can somehow have this authority of this government, I don't think we're ever going to get beyond that. Those, most people are never going to be able to be reached about the fact that you don't need a leader. It's obvious to me that most people do need a leader. And now that I know that most people don't even have an inner monologue, well, they're just being led around like the episode in Star Trek when the people, Landru, Landru, they walked around with a hood on their head, uh, the, the thinkers, and Landru was just a computer. It was just a computer, but the people were completely and totally controlled by Landru. And now it's pretty clear to me that that's what we have. We have this electronic media system that's been set up, and the system has completely collapsed as a result of these so-called smartphones and the Internet with social media and constant brainwashing, and apparently it's unbelievably effective on the non-inner monologue people. That's just my suspicion. I don't know how you have no inner monologue and then have a debate about anything moral issue or whether or not something's right or wrong. I've read through the ones trying to understand what happens. They can't explain it. They just think, well, yeah, I know there's a problem, but I don't really think about it. Does that not exactly describe what an NPC is? How the hell are you going to reach somebody like that? So you can't because they're not somebody. They're a very, very different kind of thing that our masters who run it all want everyone to believe exactly the same as you and me. It's just not true. And even bringing something like that up, oh, you're a racist. I haven't said anything about race. I have no fucking clue what the distribution is. None. I only know that. That is a major difference in people that's completely and totally ignored. And it's not something they discovered last year that they somehow hidden it. They've been researching it publicly, at least, since the 30s. Always the same. Always the same. Anything that matters to us is hidden, hidden from us. They hide the way the system has been corrupted with this fake money system. And every side gets on board and talks about economics as though it's this legit thing. You know, like I said, it all rose up because you have to have a way of explaining in these fake mathematical formulas things that don't need explaining. We don't need to buy, buy, buy more stupid shit in order for things to keep working. You don't need to. That's all part of the brainwashing to get people to believe that consumerism is freedom. You don't need it. It has nothing to do with happiness. Anybody can look around and see that the population is being driven into a lot of mental health issues. That stuff is rising at an incredible rate. Forget the, all the stupid trans shit that's everywhere and messing up with the kids and allowing all that to happen. And just the culture is so fantastically debased at this point as a result of having this fake currency operating with usury which is a whole topic I can't even have time to get into at this point. Uh, but when you combine those two, you allow a small group of bad actors to slowly take over everything. And anybody can look around and see that we are near the end game of that. That's it. We're near the end game. And they know it. And that's why, in all likelihood, billions of people are going to have to uh, go. <laughs> 
because the only ways to kind of get rid of this problem is either you have to have a massive collapse, massive economic collapse that uh, nobody could even imagine, or you have to have a very large number of people go away so that the economic collapse doesn't really have to happen. You shrink the total number of people, which is this rough equivalent of solving the problem of too much debt because it doesn't matter if the debt's out there if there's nobody to have to pay it back to, et cetera, you know, and nobody to have to pay it. They can just wipe it off the books see, if you don't have people. If you have people, then you have a problem because then the whole system has to come down. And they'll never allow that to happen. See, they'll never, ever allow that to happen because then they would actually be in danger. And they're not going to be in danger because when they control everything, all the dark agencies, all the military, the police, all the media, they control all the stuff. They control all the uh, judicial systems. <laughs> what are you going to do? Education, 100% controlled. All the stuff's 100% controlled. Academia, all controlled. So the only way forward is the one I've kind of given people, which is this jury nullification, this small portion of the population. We only need 10%. Thank God we only need 10%. Maybe less would make a huge difference. We could rest back a huge amount of control if people would understand. But those episodes on jury nullification are not that popular. Just like my show's not that popular. You know, I tell people very hard truth. And I don't know anybody who's out there pushing jury nullification as a solution except for me. I don't. And I just, that's the only solution there's going to be. Waking people up is a fantasy. That's not going to happen. Trying to even wake 10% of the people up is almost impossible. But when you look at these combination of things I've just told you about again here in the show, you can see why the only hope we have is something like jury nullification. To buy some time to then hope to maybe get some additional people educated about why the system has to be totally dismantled. Because as long as you have these centralized systems, we're screwed. We're totally and completely screwed. That's all. It all has to be massively decentralized. And every single thing pushes in the opposite direction. And that fake money system, that's the heart of the mechanism for doing it. The non-inner monologue people, so-called people, NPC types, they have to be considered equals. Everybody has to be considered equals in order for the system to run and work. And we have both those pieces in place, and, and neither of those things can be discussed openly in public without a lot of problems. So, so I wanted to let people know about that, and I don't know if the show makes sense together. To me, it makes sense together, but I don't know. Maybe it doesn't even make sense together. I'm just trying to show people these wide sweeping issues that need to be tied together and to show you that constitutional conservatives are playing a role in making sure that those pieces are never tied together and that you're distracted all times into these dead ends. And they do a great job of that. That's why they make millions and tens of millions of dollars telling people these fantasies and fairy tales and lies that keep them on the plantation as they build an electronic medical prison for all of us. That's it. Until such time as they decide to take out most of the people, which they're going to do. So, all right. Well, I think that's all I'm going to say about it. I want to thank the people in Patreon who support my show. They have a lot of integrity. I know that I give them a lot of extra shows each month than I put publicly, but I know most of them do it because they appreciate what I do, that I have take these risks, that I've put a lot of pieces together, and that I speak a lot of hard truth that it's just very difficult to find out there. So thank you guys. I do appreciate it. 
And if you want to follow me, you can. I'm legal man at U.S. Crime Review on Twitter, the new improved Twitter, where I don't get suspended like I did before. I'm not saying Musk is on our side or anything, but he's an unusual character at this point. I know he's he's part of the show, but he's playing an unusual role right now, and I, I don't really care why he does it. it. To the extent that he helps, I'm going to use it. So you can follow me there. And as far as the movie goes, The Jones Plantation, I play Mr. Jones. It was written by Larkin Rose. It's still in post-production. I still think it's going to come out here around the holidays. And it's really going to be good. I really, I'm completely convinced it's going to be really good. I saw the rough cut and it was really entertaining. They're putting all the uh, sound into it and punching in the different kinds of sound issues that go on with it. And there's a lot of them. But like I said, I still think it's going to be out then. And when it comes out, I hope people buy it and buy it for friends and watch it and enjoy it. And I hope people enjoy my portrayal of Mr. Jones. <laughs> Piece of crap, slave owner. So it's entertaining. And beyond that, I don't think there's anything else to say. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up today. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day, wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man. Woo!